wildest draft in recent history is over. Nine trades in the first round, two star wide receivers getting moved, and a flurry of prognosticators proven wrong. Welcome back into the opinionated sound room of ISM. I'm Dave, and I'm joined by my seven-time associate-degreed brother, Josh, and this is Irreverent Sports Meandering, a podcast where two brothers from two states away try to bond by arguing sports. If you would like to join in the irreverence, you can email us at ismdaveandjosh at gmail.com. Remember, we are not experts, so if you don't like our opinion, we don't care. Uh, Make sure to subscribe. That helps us um, uh, just to get our podcast out there. We've got a great show for you tonight, though. We are going to break down the draft tell you who we think stole the draft and who we think lost the draft. And we are going to talk about the worst draft picks and the draft moves in history. But first, news concerning a top wide receiver in Arizona. Today is May 18th, 2022. Let's get irreverent. Well, Josh, it's been a long time since uh, we've been together. Parenthood is uh, wearing you out, huh? Oh, no, I feel far more invigorated than I did before I'm <laughs> Far so more invigorated yeah I just I have so much more energy now and it's like <laughs> you sound asleep right now it's... I'm sorry who is this what are we doing <laughs> well Josh let's just jump in some news and notes real quick I'm not a big news and notes kind of guy but there you know we're an NFL podcast we, we definitely should talk about some stuff um, DeAndre Hopkins this week or not this week but in the last few weeks um, was uh, suspended for four games, sorry, six games, six games um, at the beginning of this NFL season because of PEDs. Um, to me, six games seems like a lot. That's going rate. That is the going rate for PEDs. Yeah, that's what you told me, but I, I, I thought I remembered like Jim Miller when he had PEDs with the Bears. It was like four games. Yeah, that was like a million years ago. Like, yeah, that's just fair. a couple of years ago. Alshon Jeffries had it in six games. Everybody gets, gets six games for PDs. All right, six games. So that's a third of the season. That's yep. That's pretty crazy stuff. So mm-hmm. a third of the season he's going to be missing. Uh, makes me think um, that Arizona kind of knew that was coming down when they made their trade that we'll talk about a little bit later. Yeah, another I mean, new. Go ahead. He's probably a what. At least a second round draft pick in fantasy football. Where do you think he drops to now? I'd probably say that that he's probably still going to be in the second or third round. Yeah. I'd probably say yeah. second round. Okay. He, he'd be a first round pick, wouldn't he? he? Oh, definitely could be. He may not be, but. It, but now, it now I think he's cemented himself as a second round pick. You can't take a first round pick on him. A second round pick? That's still a huge pick. Like you could take in the second round, you could have probably Jamar Chase or him. Who you take it? Mm, Jamar Chase is gonna be the first wide receiver taken. You're, you're right. What am I talking about? Not Jamar Chase. You could have uh, um, Tyree Kill or him. No, probably Tyree Kill. Yeah. See, there you go. Like he's decidedly like, and he's like an one of those inconsistent players too. Like where he has three big games and then you know. Three points. Right. Or no catches at all. Right. He's like, super streaky. Well, a lot of wide receivers are, but he particularly is. I'm not sure why. Yeah, he gets all his points in like seven games. <laughs> no, he's not like Tyler Lockett. No, he he was like 12, you know, 11, 12 <laughs> good games. 
you know. But Tyler Lockett, no, he's he's the ultimate. <laughs> like, I'm going to score 200 fantasy points. He scores them in like four games. <laughs> <laughs> There's zero the rest of the year. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Worst fantasy player ever. Yeah. Um, um, or I should say he's caused the most broken hearts in fantasy ever. Well, he's, well, he wasn't terrible for me last year. Well, except he was terrible for me at certain points last year. So, but it is what it is. Um, some other news and notes. This is a little more serious. Tariq Cohen um, tore his ACL. Uh, after he, so he was released by the Bears, um, and he tore his ACL live streaming his workout. Um, but he also did something else in the last two weeks, um, two to three weeks. Uh, he actually came out with a letter talking about some of his uh, depression issues that he's been dealing with. Um, I don't know if you know this, Josh, but in week three last year when he got injured um, and then didn't play the rest of the year, he had already been dealing with his brother who was in a car accident and then kind of was like running from from uh, from the accident and was electrocuted by a fence. Um, and then this year in May, or sorry, in April, his other brother, Dante, was also killed in a car accident. Um, he is, and then the Bears cut him, and now he's towards ACL. I feel really bad. Like, I, I, I hate this for him. Um, I'm, I think it's really cool that he wrote a letter talking about his depression issues, um, just to kind of bring some awareness to it. Yeah. Way to go, Bears. Way to go. Cut the guy. Wow. I know. <laughs> like, I know. On. I know. But it's a business. And this is what I hate about business, you know, is you make decisions not based on people. But I mean, what are they, what are they would have to pay him? Like next to nothing. That's you know? true. And when he comes back, he's a good player. He's a good special teamer at minimum. Good third down back. Like, come on. Like, did you really need this, the roster spot that bad? Or, you know, I don't know, whatever. But his strength, um, I really kind of uh, respect him a ton. And it also makes more sense now why he didn't come back last year. You know, all the stuff he was dealing with. Yeah, I had um, no idea that's what was going on. Like, that's yeah, it, just it wasn't it wasn't just an ankle or, or whatever it was. Uh, it was also some deep-seated um, struggles in life with family. I mean, he's a twin, and he lost his twin. Um, that's that's tough stuff, dude. I don't know what I would do if I lost you. You know what I mean? And you're not my twin. I so know. I can't, I can't imagine. Although we do look like it sometimes. Indeed. Um, okay, uh, the last thing I kind of wanted to talk about on news and notes, uh, and I know you didn't watch any of the schedule videos, but I'm telling you, like, I had no idea that teams were making videos of the schedule release. I don't know if they've ever done it before, but this year, every team did it. And, like, the Chargers was amazing. It was done like um, like anime. And it was so good. Um, the Lions had a pretty, like, an interesting one. Um, everyone was poking fun at the Jaguars and Urban Meyer, which I thought was really cool and funny. Um and then, oh, it was funny. The Lions, because they're playing the Browns, um, said they couldn't talk about it because <laughs> they're lawyers. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I feel like the Browns are brownsing it up right now. It's crazy. Um, and then, and then, of course, the most boring of all the videos was the Bears. 
like it was it's just it's just players throwing a ball into a garbage can mm. that's it like it really is like every time they throw a ball into the garbage can um they tell they say a team that they're playing week one week two week three so on it's so boring i turned it off after week four <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm just um, so interested. Right. <laughs> Don't even care. Which, which actually might be true of the whole season for me watching the Bears this year. I may turn it off after week four. <laughs> It'll be so bad. <laughs> but that's uh, that's news and notes. Um, Josh, let's go ahead. Let's jump into the draft, man. This is our kind of our draft special. We're going to talk about the five worst draft trades. In NFL history, then we're gonna we're gonna talk about the draft. We're gonna talk about the five um, worst busts in in NFL history. Um, so I'm I'm kind of excited about today's uh, uh, recording. I actually was kind of disappointed last week when we couldn't couldn't record because I was so excited about this one. But I'm glad we're getting to it. Josh, NFL draft in out done. What were your initial thoughts of it? Oh, uh, well, I mean, like, uh, there were so many trades, it was kind of hard to keep track of who had what draft pick doing what with who's. So it was difficult to kind of really follow, to be honest. But um, yeah, there were nine trades, man. Nine trades in the first round alone. That's unheard of. Yeah, it was pretty wild. I don't, I don't uh, know if that's like a trend we're going to keep seeing. Like, is this... Is this or is this just just a byproduct of this draft because there were just so many players in this year's draft because it was almost like two years worth of tr- players because of COVID. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like it was crazy to see like big names getting traded too. You know, uh, like the Tennessee Titans uh, trading away. Um, AJ Brown. AJ Brown for. Mm-hmm their next wide receiver. Um, that was an obvious replacement, you know? Yeah, that was, uh, what was that? That was Trey, Trey Burks. Is that his name? Trey Burks. Yep. Oh, it's Trey Burks. Uh-huh. Okay. So Trey Burks. So what do you think of that trade? First of all, do you agree with it? Do you think they got a good player to, uh, um, replace AJ Brown? I don't really think, it matters because they were going to have to pay AJ Brown next year. And I think they were just trying to avoid that. I think, but, yeah. Right. But they're hoping that obviously, right. Taking Traylon Burks, who's also a very big, very fast wide receiver um, from out of Arkansas, um, that he's going to replace him. Um, yeah. If of you course, owned I mean, a team, if you owned a team, would you take, would you pay the player, over a hundred million dollars, which is what he's looking for, and I think he got. I'm not sure. Um, or do you trade him and then pick his replacement um, that has a chance of not of busting? What do you do? Well, the thing is, is that they have like no one really at wide receiver anymore. Okay, after they traded AJ Brown, now they trade for a mid first round pick, and wide receivers aren't one of these like positions that are I like a lot of times with the defensive uh, front that if you get a guy in the first 15 you're probably getting a pretty decent player even if he's not amazing he's gonna be a solid starter usually wide receiver is like one of those one of those positions where it's like 
I mean, you could hit, get an amazing one in the first round. They could all bust in the first round. You could have amazing ones in the third round. I mean, there are so many great like players for as far as wide receivers are concerned have been taken outside the first round. So the fact that they would trade up and trade away their their superstar wide receiver, the only real wide receiver they had, seems a little dumb to me. But I think they're just trying to avoid the contract because this year, especially wide receivers have kind of screwed the market. Um, yeah. With How the Tyreek Hill contract that? and the DeAndre, uh, Devontae Adams contract. So AJ Brown, this would be what his, would this be his fourth year or his third year? Coming uh, up. Let's see here. His um, third year, right? So last year was his, no, his sophomore year, wasn't it? No, it's fourth year. It's his fourth year. It, this would be his fourth year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that makes a little more sense. I could totally see that. But what about Debo Samuel, like asking to be traded? Like he's only in his, this would be his third year. Like, yeah. come on, man, you're on a you're on a five year contract here and you're trying to boost up, like just play out at least four years, then ask for it. You know, no, he just doesn't want to be used as a ready back anymore. You don't think so? Dude, he's going to get beat up like Fair. he's probably going to get injured. Like, not, like, of course, I'd want to get out of SF. These guys are like literally trying to throw him off a cliff like is the best they can. <laughs> like, OK, like if you have a guy like Debo Samuel you you use him the way that he's supposed to be used, and that's as a big wide receiver on the outside, not your running back. Even though he's a great athlete and he could totally do it, he obviously proved he could. You don't use him like that because he's going to get hurt. And I, go ahead. I, I think this is another one of Kyle Shanahan's like ego things where he doesn't care. You know, he'll just will use whatever player he wants wherever he wants because he doesn't believe the player's talent is what matters. He thinks it's like him that matters. Wow, man, I couldn't disagree with you more. Like, I think if a player can be used in two spaces, you use him there. No matter what. Dude, if you're talking about Debo, a player like... Debo Samuel's the only reason at running back, not at wide receiver, at running back, that they got as far as they got in the playoffs. Okay, that's that's probably the case, because he's a really talented player. Yeah, but, but I mean, if they didn't move him to running back, they wouldn't have gotten where they got. I, I'll give you that. Okay, I will give you that. But they they don't have they, he doesn't want to be used like that. So I mean I don't I don't blame him. I would want to get out of that situation too. Okay. Okay. Um well, let's get back to the draft. Um I my initial thoughts are man, um I never want to go to an NFL draft. It looks so boring. Like People standing around, you can't hear the, you can't hear like the commentators. So you're just standing there and you're just waiting for people to come out. You don't really get to talk to the people. Um, I don't know. It just looks really boring. I was watching it. Like I remember when it was in Chicago and you and me were talking about going and that would have been awesome. Um, But, uh, but we ended up not going, but I watched it this year and I was like, wow, this looks terrible. Yeah. It's, um, I don't know. It's cool. Like it would be cool to go and like, if it was like more of like a kind of like a beer garden setting, you know, like where like you have the TVs on, everybody's announcing the stuff, but it's really like a lot of activities and whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. That would be cool. And I thought that's kind of what it is. You know, 
it kind of looks boring from like the the people who are just spectating it, which totally does look boring. But I think there's <laughs> other stuff to to do there, you know, in general. So was there this year? Like I have no idea. I don't know. In so Chicago, like the Chicago one, they had the Chicago they had a one ton of stuff. Yeah, I walked. I was down there. Like they had a bunch of stuff. So I mean, yeah, yeah. I assume they did, but I don't know. They didn't really show it on screen though this year. So. Yeah. But it looked very, very boring. Um, but I thought the draft itself was super fascinating. Like I I was like riveted the whole time because of how many trades there were and and where players got drafted and players that didn't get drafted that you thought were gonna get drafted. Um, and I'm a huge college football fan, so like I know these players like really big, like really well. Um I was shocked, all right, just to start off our our draft discussion. I was shocked that the Jaguars took Trayvon Walker first overall. Like I know there was rumors the last few days, but I still was shocked because I thought, and I thought there are so many better players. Aiden Hutchinson, the second player taken overall by the lions, man, the lions must've been like praying to God, like for weeks before praying that he would drop to them. Did you see how fast his name got put in? <laughs> immediately it was immediate um, like the nfl was actually upset at the lions because of how fast they did it i just think it's crazy like because trayvon walker is like as far as like the stuff that i watched on tv because i didn't really watch him in college he's just like a kind of a raw like a raw talent he's not yeah he's he was very raw he didn't talent, have a ton of uh um what's it called he didn't get a lot of sacks and do a lot of stuff in college. Um, no, he only had like six sacks this last yeah, year. Exactly. So it's just, it's just odd. Like, it's like, I don't know. It's just odd. Yeah. And Aiden Hutchinson had a lot of sacks this year. Like he was the best defensive lineman out there this year. And he dropped to number two, the lions, I think had a really good draft, man. They had two first round picks in the first 12 by, well, all right, I'm getting ahead of myself. All right. Um, before we jump into like favorite like drafts for teams and stuff, um, uh, a couple other things I thought like was interesting is that no quarterback was taken um, until the Steelers took one really late, and then another quarterback wasn't taken um, for a long time. And like the one that everyone said Malik Willis would be drafted first didn't get drafted till the third round. Like, yeah. I think. It's like uh, there were there were a couple like that, not even just quarterbacks. I think there was a running back um, Spiller who was thought maybe to go like in the high second round and didn't even go until the fourth round. I don't think. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah, I, I was excited. Brees Hall. Yeah, Isaiah, um, Isaiah Spiller. Yeah. Yeah, it was Isaiah Spiller. You're right. You're right. So that was yeah. odd. Yeah, and then there was the one defensive player. I cannot remember his name. Um, he fell all the way to the second round. He the, people thought he'd be taken in the first fifteen. Um, I, I think he went to Georgia as well. Uh, let me see if I can find it here. Um, uh, can't find it. But Kenny Pickett was the first quarterback taken out of Pitt. Did you see the video of him, man? He was like crying because he went to Pitt, lived his whole life out there, um, and then got drafted by the Steelers. Dude, like, talk like, about a like dream a come true. Story. Talk what? about a dream come true, right? Yeah. I mean, he's probably not going to have much of a career as far as starting, but, dude, at least he's going to be able to spend the first couple years in his hometown. Um, dude, that's kind of what people thought about Dan Marino. He went to Pitt. Pickett, 
Um, uh, Pickett broke all of Dan Marino's records at Pitt. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, so like, I'm excited. I am sad for Mr. Trubisky, though. Poor guy. Guy can't get a break. What are you talking about? He got four years of starting in the NFL. <laughs> Opportunity. But he, but he dealt with Nagy. There are there are lots of quarterbacks who had way more, or maybe not way more success, but had around the same success that didn't get that long. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, dude. You were like, you keep on trying to sell Mitch Trubisky like he, he's some <laughs> soft story. The dude played starting quarterback in the NFL for four years. Almost everyone on earth would kill someone to have that chance. <laughs> like, he literally, like, I don't feel bad for him at all. He, he did a, as best a job as he can. That's what we like in Chicago. And he was terrible. And that's fine. Like, it's all good. <laughs> You really got to stop. Terrible. Oh my gosh. All right. All right. We got to get off this subject. Come on. (laughs) Why do like, we shouldn't be talking about Mitch Trubisky every podcast, but somehow we do Dave. Okay. It's got to stop. Oh, oh my gosh. I really like the kid. Okay. Anyway. (laughs) All right, Josh. So looking at the draft, um, I don't, another thing that kind of stuck out. Did you notice that 10 teams in the NFL, 10 Teams did not have first round picks this year. I did not notice that. That is a lot of teams. Right. So that means at least 10 teams, or at least I think it was nine teams, ended up having more than one draft, one more than one first round draft pick. And one had three first round draft picks the Jets. And that brings me to the winners of the draft. For me, the winners are the Jets getting Sauce Gardner from Cincinnati. Josh, do you know how many how many touchdowns that kid gave up in his college football career? How many? Zero. That's incredible. Oh, it's it's freaking amazing. And he never, ever allowed more than, I think it was like 45 yards to a wide receiver. That's insane. And he wasn't even the first corner taken. The Texans, Texans it up and took someone else. Uh, Derek Stingley out of LSU, who had like, um, who hadn't played and like, who hadn't played well in like two years. I don't even think he played last year. Um, and then the Jets also got uh, a wide receiver, probably the best wide receiver out of Ohio State, Garrett Wilson. And then they also got the d- defensive end, Jermaine Johnson, all in the first round. The defensive end out of Florida, who people thought was going to, is that was who dropped. It was Jermaine Johnson who dropped. Um, and then uh, the Lions. The Lions are my other winner. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson, and then quite possibly the fastest wide receiver, Jamison Williams. Um, the Ravens had a really good draft. I think Kyle Hamilton from Notre Dame. The safety, I'm super excited to see him. He dropped all the way to 14 when he people thought he'd be a top five pick. That was a great pick. Um, and then they got a solid center out of Iowa, Ty, Tyler Linderbaum. Um, uh, let me see. Any other big players that I think really just stuck out to me? Um, I really wanted the Bears to draft uh, George Pickens. Um, from the uh, but the Steelers ended up getting him um, after the Bears drafted. But I also heard some stuff later on that he's kind of a headache. Um, Josh, who is your winner? 
Uh, I think honestly, the um, the Lions didn't like screw it up. I think they really just took the right guy. They did. Any spot. The and that makes and like that's really, you know, you need to address needs and you need to address you need to draft best available, and but you also shouldn't be drafting best available when it's a position that you don't which you don't need, you know, and. You know, there were there are a lot of needs in the Detroit Lions locker room, so they really couldn't miss. So um but I thought they did I thought they did the like what made the most sense. I thought what the Bears did made less sense. But, you know, they have a new defensive coach and they wanna give him his defensive pieces. So Wow, wow. You were segueing straight to our losers, huh? <sighs> It's fine. It's all fine. You know, like we don't know. These guys could be like the next like Hall of Fame safety duo. Who knows? Like, well, and and see, that's actually and we, where and I we could come, come back here and just be like, oh wow, like <laughs> we were well, idiots. Well, this is the thing, Josh, is that the Bears, um, they took they took uh, at number thirty nine, Kyler Gordon, right, that corner from Washington. Uh huh. All right, dude, the guy was supposed to be a first round draft pick. He is a solid solid corner like he is going to be a starter and quite possibly be well i don't think he'll be the best corner this year because i think sauce gardner is but i think he's got a chance and then we took a safety jaquan brisker and he also was up there um to be uh, a, a really late first round pick like we got some really great players, and that was the thing that I liked about the draft for Poles is Poles took he didn't try to be like the most cunning, you know what I mean? Trying to take the player out of the small school that no one else has heard of, you know. Uh, he didn't try to just fill needs. Oh, we got to get a wide receiver, so let's take this problem wide receiver out of Georgia, George Pickens. Um, uh, what he did is he took the best player available. And you got to respect that. Yeah. And he I did. Mean, he took the best player available at the place we were drafting each time. I guess my dissatisfaction starts with the fact that we we didn't get we didn't get more for Khalil Mack, and that this is what we were left with, which is you know the second round pick that we got for him, and then the sixth round pick, um, which he then turned into like what five seven round picks or something like that. Um, oh yeah, like. Another great thing on polls, like he took the draft um, with what he had like five picks he was going into or six. He had five or six picks for the draft and he turned that into 11. Yeah. And I just I don't know. I'm just kind of a little dissatisfied with what he's what he's been doing. But to be honest, if these guys were all like easily like if everything they did made sense, then every one of them would be a great GM. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I just, I'm a little bit dissatisfied with how leading into the draft and kind of the draft went. And it's fine. Like, it's fine. We have no wide receivers still, but it's fine. Well, oh. but, I mean, we still have um, Mooney. And then I like, I actually like the wide receiver we took in the third round, Valus Jones. Like, he, he is going to be perfect for what we need him for, which is kick returning, punt returning. And quite possibly could be that next Debo Samuel. I mean, it's all possible. I just, yes, I just, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I feel like you were right. We should have taken George Pickens. But I was wrong. I didn't know that he was such a headache. 
Yeah, but not only like, is he a, dude. There's so many wide receivers that are headache. There's so many, like almost all of them are headaches. And <laughs> anyone who like and they're like they're very they're actually just like a few of them that are, have been really good that aren't headaches. Like it's it's kind of rare. The best of the best aren't headaches. Really. Jerry Rice, Calvin Johnson. All right, Randy Moss. Okay. Randy Moss, Terrell Owens. Um, yeah, all right. That's um, Terrell but Owens. It, so it goes either way. It goes either way. Yeah, it it, it it does go either way. I'm just saying, like, it's. I think it happens all the time. Create, I think they wanted to create. That. I think they wanted to create a solid team this year. They knew they couldn't fix it all in one year. And so I think they got the pl- best possible players they could at the positions because now if they end up being what they think they'll be, we have two, two starting uh, corners that are solid. We added another safety to go back there with um, Eddie Jackson. Um, we, we, we may have just redid our whole secondary, which was a huge weakness last year. Yeah, and the, like I said, these guys, this, these guys like to say they could be like the the next Hall of Fame safety uh, cornerback duo. Who knows? You know, right? But we like again, it's just a wait and see thing. I just I'm not, I'm disen, disenchanted with polls right at the moment. So I just I'm that means I'm disenchanted with everything he does. You know, he why could, are you disenchanted with him already? I already explained the Khalil Mack trade. Oh yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, come on, Dave. Yeah, but remember, we he got he was the whole point of all of that is to open up cap room. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. It's not fun. I'm not saying it's the most exciting thing, but it's probably the smartest thing. I suppose so, but I feel like he got taken. He like he got taken, like a two and a six for one of the best like players in the NFL. Just seems. Like a bad oh, deal. I think he could have gotten a first round pick if he yeah. if he didn't give them the entire contract. But they took the entire contract. We don't need to rehash this. We talked about this last time. I know. I'm All just right. saying. I'm just saying. All right. Anyway. Okay. So who are you, who who was the big loser off the draft for you? Um I kind of just I felt like the uh um the Tennessee Titans were just Kind of meh. Really, you really yeah. don't like that trade at all, huh? I really don't. I really don't. I think AJ Brown is a is a a possible Hall of Famer, Oof. and they just let him go, which yeah, is I'm fine. Not, but they, not, it's not, it's not like they got a haul for him. with AJ Brown. But it's not and like I, they got a haul for him either. You know, they got they got their pick. Uh, what was it up four picks? Hold on. They let's see here. AJ Brown trade was yeah. So they they went up. Or no, they got they did get a first rounder overall. Okay. Yeah. So they they get a first and they get they get a third. Um okay, actually that's not that's not terrible. Okay. That's not so bad. Yeah, yeah. I actually like the that's trade. So yeah. Yeah. I don't um, know. Who do you think is the loser? The Vikings. Yeah, they that trade was so weird. Oh, it was so dumb. And he got hosed. He didn't even get a first round pick. That new GM for the Vikings, man. Not starting out good. You know what's interesting is that because the Vikings and us both have new GMs and new coaches, it's going to be interesting to see the evolution of both teams at the same time. You know what I mean? Because uh-huh. 
Like we're going to be able to watch side by side. Like, I mean, literally the Vikings wanted to hire polls, but, but we kept him from getting on the plane, you know? So I think that's interesting. Um, so that'll be interesting, but the Vikings, I thought had a bad draft. Um, the trade just makes no sense. I mean, it's crazy because they go down 20 spots in the first round. And get nothing. Like, they got and, nothing. And they go up 12 spots in yeah. the second round, and they get a third rounder. So, essentially, they got a third rounder and two second rounders for their first rounder and their second rounder. That's essentially what they did. Like, that's that's horrible. Like, that's, yeah. this isn't draft day of the movie. Like, you shouldn't do things like that. Yeah. Um, some other notes from the draft. Um, I don't know if you saw this dude, but sauce Gardner, um, when he was going out out of the green room to get the Jersey and hug, uh, Roger Goodell, he went the wrong way. That's funny. (laughs) He went the wrong way. Um, also this is interesting. First five picks this year were defense. It's only the second time in history this has ever happened. And the other time was 1991. Gotcha. Um, let's see here. Just a couple of news notes. Uh, number 10 and number 11 picks were both Ohio State wide receivers. Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. Olave, maybe. Um, and then first time in history that the six wide receivers gone in the first 20 picks. 8, 10, 11, 12, 16, and 18. Yeah. And five defensive players from one school got drafted in the first round from Georgia. Pretty just I just thought this draft was just so interesting. I, I loved it. What are what's the player that you're most excited to see on Sundays to see if they pan out? I mean, Trayvon Walker. I mean, I, I think everyone's excited to see what he can do. But I think a lot of us are just waiting for him to fail, I guess. <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess to be in the number one pick overall when, with such a little production. Right. So that's true. Gonna, that's going to be some. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, I'm excited to see Kyle Hamilton, like Notre Dame safety, playing with the Ravens. Um, it just seemed like they had such a good draft. They're really their team's going to be tough. Um, and then also uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, uh, the giant, the Giants drafted defensive end out of uh, Oregon, number five overall. I'm really excited to see him. And then of course Sauce Gardner. Is he? Is is this going to be the new Revis Island in New York? Like, that's what I'm excited to see. Yeah. So, well, all right. Those are our thoughts on the draft. Um, if you have any thoughts, uh, be sure to email us at uh, ismdaveandjosh at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your comments. Um, Josh, let's do the question, bro. Let's do the, if you know this, you're a nerd question of the week. Yeah. So, speaking of the draft, um, can you name the college that has the most players drafted into the NFL? Ever? Ever. All like of all time. All time. Michigan? Wrong. Oklahoma? Wrong. Miami? Wrong. Notre Dame. Yep. Really? Notre Dame? 520 players uh, before this year's draft. I didn't actually go through and look at this year's draft. So they actually could have been overtaken by USC. They're four behind, but um, yeah, 
Notre Dame. Wow, interesting. Um, I can't. I, I remember one. I think there's maybe one or two players from USC that got drafted in the first round this year uh, out of USC. Uh, the wide receiver London, and then I think someone else. Uh, Notre Dame. All right. Well, for some reason, I thought it was Oklahoma. I don't know why. <laughs> All right. Well, Josh, let's go ahead. We have our five worst draft trades and our five worst busts. I'm not going to lie. This is stuff I love. I love this stuff. So I'm really excited to hear your worst draft trades because um, I know you've had a lot of time to work on this. So I'm, I'm excited to hear it. Um, and then I think you'll my worst five draft picks is actually worst six because I had to throw a bear in there. So why don't we do one one trade and then one player and then one trade and one player? Does that sound good? Sure, that sounds good. All right, let's let's hear. You know what? Before you do your first trade, I'm gonna do the bear player bust. Okay, that didn't make my top five, but I think almost did. All right, Josh. Mitch Trubisky. No, sh- you jerk. You jerk. Mitch Trubisky is just just had a run of bad luck. All right. So I had it between Cade McNown and this player. All right. Let's see if you can pick this player, Josh. Um, you, uh, you ready? Yeah, it's courtesy of this. You drafted him first overall <laughs> in fantasy football in 1998 when you were 13 years old. Did you did you hear me say Curtis Enos already? Oh, you got it. Good job. Um, so Curtis Enos is number six, uh, fifth overall pick in the '98 draft. Went to Penn State. So this is always interesting on the bus side, is they have such great college careers. So it's hard to see like where where everything went wrong. But he went to Penn State. He was an All American in 1997, um, and then also in '98. So back to back years of 1,200 plus yards and 13 plus touchdowns, okay? That's pretty amazing. Um, but this is where kind of everything goes down. He held out up and through the second preseason game. And then he ended up starting only one game his rookie year and tore his left knee in that game. Okay. He struggled over the next three years to stay healthy and slash be productive in 36 games. He ended up with 1,497 yards in his uh, illustrious career with the Bears. And he ended as a fullback to James Allen. I really can't, I can't even remember, like, did he hold out because he wanted to get, like, a real contract right away? Is that what happened? No, so, like, back then, there wasn't the rookie um, um, contract levels that they have now. Oh, that's right. Players would like hold out for more and more and more and more money. Like players were making almost a hundred million before they did anything on the field. That's right. I forgot that the Sam Bradford. That's what the Sam, Sam Bradford, Bradford is really what did it. Yeah. Well, that was the last year anyway. The yeah. one that really did it is another player I'm going to talk about on the bus list. But go ahead with your worst, your number five worst trade draft trade in NFL history. So just to kind of qualify. These are trades that happened on draft day, correct? Yes, these are on draft day only, not leading up to the draft, not this Herschel Walker you will not find on this on this okay. list. Okay. The Herschel Got Walker it. trade is not on this list Got because it. it is draft day only trades. Got it. 
So number five, uh, this is the Browns trade up one spot to get Trent Richardson. So <laughs> the Vikings had the pick right ahead of them. So the Browns trade up to give and gave them their first rounder, their fourth, fifth, fourth, seventh rounders. So they gave up five additional picks to move up one spot to pick what was probably the one of the most lackluster running backs of the past like 15 years or 20 yeah. years. I feel like he had that one good I think he had like almost a good year his rookie year and he had like he, a thousand yards, yeah, his rookie year and then that was it. Yeah, and then he got traded to the Colts and I thought that was going to be a big trade and it was ended up being a terrible trade. But man, the Vikings fleeced them. It was crazy. Yeah, wow. Well, I guess that's what they that's I mean that's like they got fleeced by the Cowboys and they fleeced the Browns, you know, it's all good. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. My number five worst draft pick. All right. Bust, if you will, is Achilles Smith. He was the yeah. third overall pick in the 1999 draft by the Cincinnati Bengals. He spent only one, uh, one year at Oregon all right, and that's what put him on the map. He had one starting year at Oregon where he put him on the map. 37 yards passing, 32 touchdowns, eight interceptions. But he only had, and maybe this is a warning to the Bears for taking Trubisky, only had 11 starts in college. Then he got one of the lowest scores on the Wonderlick test, 16 out of 50. All right, but people were just so in awe of his athleticism. So he he held out um, his rookie year until almost the start of the season. Like he didn't even like he went all the way through the preseason and it's like the week before the season started. Um, he only started uh, 17 games in four years for the Bengals. 17 games in four years. And guess how many touchdowns he had in those four years, Josh? In those 17 games. How many? Five. Oh, my God. five five touchdowns and 13 interceptions coaches after you know the fact and everything said he didn't do the work as diligent as he should have and he never grasped the playbook his final two years there he rode the bench that is my number five worst pick ever um what's your number four trade number four the Saints traded for Ricky Williams. So Ooh. Mike Ditka uh, was the new coach for the New Orleans Saints. And they decided that Ricky Williams was their guy, like their savior. So they gave up their first, their third, their fourth, their fifth, their sixth, their seventh, their following years, first and third <laughs> to get Ricky Williams. Wow. <laughs> Who did they trade that to for? Like who did they trade that those those picks to to get him? Um, man, I didn't write it down. I don't. I can't remember. <laughs> I'm thinking the Dolphins, but I don't think so. Give me a second here. He got traded to the Dolphins, and he ended up being he ended up being a decent running back. He just wasn't worth all of that. Okay, so it was the Redskins they traded with. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, my number four worst pick is Jamarcus Russell. First overall pick in the 07 draft, all right? 
for the, for the Raiders. He went to LSU and he won the Manning Award, um, the Archie Manning Award. Uh, he was you ready for this? So he interviewed with the Lions because the Lions had, I think, the second overall pick. Okay, and they, um, and so they were meeting with him, and they kicked him out of their pre-draft meeting, but Matt Millen did because he wasn't paying attention and he was zoning out and staring at a, at a clock when they were interviewing him. Oh my lord! Oh my gosh! So Matt Millen told the Raiders not to take him, but the Raiders didn't listen. Um, but he was, they just said, you know what? He's super big. He's super strong, but he ended up being super lazy. Um, he spent three seasons with the Raiders and then was released and guess how many teams ever signed him again? How many? Zero. Whoa. He never got signed again, but there's a famous story that Warren Sapp, um, said when he was, the, cause he was with the Raiders at the same time. And he said that uh, they uh, they gave Jamarcus Russell a videotape to watch um, to uh, for of uh, defenses, you know. And then they said, uh, "Hey, we'll quiz you. We'll quiz you on it the next day." So he comes back in the next day, and they're like, "Hey, how was the how was the the video watching?" He's like, "Oh, I think I really learned a lot." The tape was blank. Oh my lord. Can you believe that? He didn't even put the tape in the VCR. That's it's just wild to me. Just the the amount of laziness when you have all the talent, you know what I mean? Like you you're big, you're strong, you have a chance to make millions of dollars and you don't take it seriously. But that's Jamarcus Russell. All right. So who's your number 3 trade? Uh number 3 is um, the Redskins, uh, trade three first rounders and a second rounder to get RG three, which was thought they thought at the time. And a lot of people thought at the time it was genius because he did so well. He did his rookie year and then he got injured year. in the playoff game, wasn't it? Or was it the week before the playoffs? I think it was the week before the playoffs. And he, I think he tried to play, didn't he? For like a, a quarter. Maybe. I think, or maybe he got injured in the game and tried to play. I don't remember, but. Yeah, that was, I mean, that's, that's devastating too. Like, wow. <laughs> to a franchise, three first rounders and a second rounder to a guy that Kirk Cousins, who they drafted in the fourth round later that draft started uh, more games for them, I think. Oh, Kirk Cousins was drafted the same year. Yeah, he was, I think in the fourth round. Oh, wow. I, yeah, I weird, was, right? yeah, that is real. That's crazy. That's crazy. Okay. So my number three uh, pick is Tony Mandarich. All right. He was the second overall pick in the 89 draft by guess who? The Packers. He was, many people thought, the best offensive lineman prospect ever. Ever. And he was super cocky. He would say things like, I'm not like other players. I am Tony Mandarich. And they have to understand that. If they don't like it, that is just the way I am, and they are going to learn to like it. <laughs> the thing the Packers didn't know is that he struggled with drugs and alcohol and steroids. That's why he was so freaking big. Um, he was actually, um, uh, he, they called him the incredible bulk on the front of uh, Sports Illustrated when he was drafted. Uh-huh. And then later, I think it was like two years later, it said the incredible bust. Like the almost the exact same picture. 
Um, after only three seasons, he was cut. He went to rehab, signed with the Colts, and played another few seasons. Um, and then things just kind of uh, fell apart. And what makes this in this what what puts us in the top five? Because he ended up being a decent player here and there. All right, but what puts us in the top five is the year he was drafted in 1989, number two overall. Do you know who the other four players that were taken in those top five were? Who? Troy Aikman, Barry Sanders, Derek Thomas, and Deion Sanders. Wow. They took literally like the only bust they could. They could have taken anyone else and they would have been amazing. Wow. Right. Just really a bomb for the Packers. Thank God. All right. Go ahead. What's your number two? Uh, my number two is, of course, the Mitchell Trubisky trade. So what? The Bears went up one pick, but Doesn't gave up their matter. first rounder, their third rounder, their fourth rounder, and the third rounder next the next year for one one pick. Well, you have to give pick. them the. I don't count that first rounder because you have to give up the first rounder because you're getting a first rounder. Well, of course, yeah. Okay, so they gave up a third, a fourth, and a third to move up one's pick. And the SF probably wasn't even going to take them. They got fleeced so hard. <laughs> Just. Oh, I, uh, think, I always think it's so overrated when people are upset about that trade. It's, it's, it's mostly a joke by the time this list. I, I, I realize there are worse trades. Okay, you're just doing this to bug me. <laughs> and I didn't want it at number one because I felt like the number one is really good. So, all right, okay. Dave, who's your next? All right, my number two worst draft pick is Ryan Leaf. <laughs> second, I like that you're already chuckling. Um, second overall pick in the 1998 NFL draft um, for the Chargers. Um, his senior year at Washington State, he threw for just a touch under 4,000, 34 touchdowns and 11 interceptions. In fact, if you remember back, Josh, many people, many people, lots of prognosticators, lots of teams went back and forth between if Peyton Manning or him was the better quarterback, including me. I said that Ryan Leaf was going to be better than Peyton Manning. Oh, who did I say? I can't remember. <sighs> oh, come on. You were like 12. All right. And I was so smart then, too. Still, <laughs> wise beyond my years. It didn't take long to see that Ryan Leaf was going to be a bust, though. He missed a mandatory meeting for all draft picks, like, right away. It's, oh, my Lord. And was fined $10,000. After his third game, he yelled at a reporter. He would play golf instead of studying film. And is he you ready for this? This is the craziest part. He lost his starting job after only the fifth game. That sounds about right. Yep. And then in the next year, he was injured the whole year. So he had three seasons with the Chargers and he only won four games. But he did have 13 touchdowns. And 30 hey, that's more than Achilles Smith. I know, right? <laughs> it's... All right. Good for you, dude. All right, Josh, who is your number one? So my number one is kind of like a complicated one, okay? So you okay. got to just hold this with me, okay? Okay. It takes a minute, okay? So the Patriots, okay, they receive – so the Patriots are receiving these picks from the, the San Francisco 49ers, right? 
So they get the 28th overall, the second overall, or sorry, the second overall, the second, their second, this SF second round pick, and then their third round pick. In exchange, all they give up is their 16th overall pick and a third round pick, right? Hmm. Okay. But guess who they took with that first overall pick, that 16th overall pick in the first round? Which team? SF. Uh, Jerry Rice? Indeed. So the Patriots right. literally traded away their opportunity to draft the greatest football, like the greatest wide receiver of all time. And it's not even close. Yeah, that was that was a trade worth it for the 49ers. Yes. And I, I put this on here, number one, because they just whiffed so hard on one of the greatest players that ever played. Uh, I agree. I agree. All right, Josh. My number one worst draft pick ever in the history of the NFL is someone you probably haven't ever heard of. Art Schlichter. Do you know who he is? <laughs> Why did you laugh? Art Schlichter. He sounds like the worst draft draft pick ever. <laughs> like... So he was he was the fourth overall pick in the 1982 draft by the Indianapolis. Well, sorry, the Baltimore Colts at the time. Um, he was Ohio State's all-time leader in total offense at the time of his graduation. And people thought he would be the starting quarterback his rookie year. But in his rookie year, in preseason, he was beat out by the fourth-round pick that same year, Mike Pegel. Um, he got into um, gambling and losing a lot. He blew his signing bonus of 350000 then lost another 489000 when the league went on strike. Um, he was when the league went on strike. He went. He be, started losing more, and he lost at least twenty thousand dollars a week. He was suspended for the '83 season for gambling, and in '85 he was released by the Colts. But he was on the Colts, so he was on the Colts for three seasons and only played in thirteen games, and primarily as a backup. He played in the CFL, and then played in arena football, and was named the MVP. And then he was forced to leave the Arena Football League because of gambling. <laughs> and then from 95 to 2006, he served the equivalent of 10 years in prison and jails for different fraud and gambling reasons. He is the greatest bust in NFL history. It's Mitchell Trubisky. You're super wrong. Anyway... Well, you're such a generic. Okay. All right. All right, Josh. Well, let's let's go ahead. Let's jump in. Um, let's do the greatest player born on this day of the year. All right. It's May 18th, and it's Robert Quinn's birthday. I like Robert Quinn. He went to the University of North Carolina, and in his freshman year, he had two sacks. Not great. But his sophomore year, he had 11 sacks. And then his junior year, Josh, do you know how many sacks he had his junior year? 700. No, I want you to guess a real number. So you're trying to say 700 is not a real number. Oh, no. Okay. All right. Fine. It is a real number, but a realistic number. Let's go with 12. No, zero. Because he was suspended by the NCAA for lying about receiving jewelry and travel accommodations from the school. Maybe they should have paid him. Well, now it wouldn't even be that big of a deal. It would be nothing now. Mm -hmm. um, you can do that now. 
Um, the St. Louis Rams Rams drafted him 14th overall in the 2011 draft, and his first sack in his career was a Monday night football game opening day against Eli Manning, which I was glad about. And then in 2013, he set the Rams record for sacks in a season with 19, which wasn't passed until 2018 when uh, Aaron Donald uh, broke it with 20 and a half sacks. And then he spent a year with the Dolphins. He was traded to the Dolphins. Then he spent a year with the Cowboys. He was traded to the Cowboys. And then the Bears signed him to a five-year contract. Which, looking back on it, I have no idea. But we were pretty upset about that contract after the first year because he got only two sacks. But what we didn't know is that he was injured, like, the whole year. So interesting, though, is that he... His first sack in his career was against the Giants. His first sack as a bear was against the Giants, and he sacked Daniel, uh, da- Daniel Jones. Um, and then in 2021, 2021, he set the Bears' single-season sack record with 18 and a half sacks, breaking the record set by Hall of Famer Richard Dent with 17 and a half. Josh, Robert Quinn, what are your thoughts? Well, I was actually one of the few people who actually liked the liked the, the signing of Robert Quinn. I liked it at, at first. I just I, I I liked him when he was played for the Rams. I liked it when they signed him. I had a, like kind of a sinking feeling it was going to be bad. You know, like uh, when I when I was younger and I really liked the fact that we got Rick Meyer. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was so excited. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, this guy's terrible. <laughs> um, so I kind of had that feeling, but um, but no, I'm glad it worked out. Always liked him. Okay. Okay. Um, well, today is May 18th. Happy birthday, Robert Quinn. All right, Josh, let's get into our hub hub controversy where you and me debate to the death over something hub the great seer of sears in chicago media said about the nfl this week's this is what hub arkish said he said while people were upset about not getting a wide receiver or offensive lineman with the second round pick for the bears it's good that ryan poles didn't reach and instead took the two best available prospects in the draft with the corner and safety picks in the second round josh do you agree with hub yeah, I agree with Hub. You better. I do too. Whew. Man, I thought we were going to go to blows on that one. I was actually, my hands were getting a little clammy. It was wild. Whew. Well, Josh, we're almost out of time. Um, but before we go, some other sports talk. Um, the White Sox. Oh, um, you know what? I, I meant to ask you before you do that. I, I wanted to ask you, um, do you think there's any players in this draft that are going to kind of show up for their first year in fantasy football? Oh, yeah. Um, you know what? I do, actually. I think that – let me go back here. I'm going to look at my my list here. Um, I'm actually scared for the Bears because we play the Lions twice, and Aiden Hutchinson is going to go off. He is going – he's going to be just a terror. Um, and then I would say Sauce Gardner for the Jets. For fantasy football. You think Sauce Gardner is – Oh, the- sorry. Fantasy football? Oh, I apologize. Oh my! God. I was so confused. I'm like, 
Aiden Hutchinson, he's not going to score you a lot. I mean, sure, he'll get a sack here and there. Like, <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, You know what? Let me take a look real quick. Uh, maybe, you know, um, Chris um, Olave, who, who got drafted by the Saints, he was the Ohio State wide receiver. Um, he got taken 11th overall. I think he might be a stud for them, um, seeing you got to throw the ball to someone, and Michael Thomas hasn't really shown up. Um, so I think that could be a good one. And then, man, there weren't a lot of offensive players. I mean, there was a lot of wide receivers. Oh, Traylon Burks. Oh, I'll call it right now. Traylon Burks, Rookie of the Year. Really? For oh, Offensive yeah. Rookie of the Year. Okay. Yep, Titans wide receiver out of Arkansas. Who else are, gonna, who else are they going to throw to? Um, well, they do have Robert Woods now. You hate Robert Woods. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. All right. All right. All right, Josh. Well, because of that question, we've run out of time. So I guess people will have to wait till next week to hear about, uh, um, what's going on in the WNBA, but until then stay cynical. Bye.